Ready? Here we go. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind, drown out the noise, and see if this connected. And see if this connected. What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests. And you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. So on this episode, we have passed that series about marriage, family, and life, um, where we talk to married couples who are living out their faith. And we've moved on to our series on how-to, how-to series. And we're going to do a series on how to do things as Catholics. And this episode, we bring you to a special place, a place that I don't have at my own parish, so I'm a little jealous right there. But we bring you to a young adult ministry that I've been following actually stalking for a long time, and they finally relented and responded because I sicked their pastor on them, Father Manny, who I know went to Anthony and said, how come you're not responding to Arnell? (laughs) So now we have um, a youth ministry, a young adult ministry, 412, at Our Lady of Hope Faith Community, because you have two places, two churches that you have. It's a, I don't know what the names of the churches are, but you have one here and another one, another Valencia. campus oh, yeah, Valencia. on Valencia. Mm-hmm. So that is amazing that you have two communities that join us once, so you serve both of those. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about your young adult ministry. What is it like? What is it about? Because if you guys follow 412, and if you're not following 412, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So if you look at them And they do these crazy things like paint nights and volleyball tournaments and and these crazy things. And it's like, wow, I want to do that. And then my daughter says, but, Dad, you're not a young adult. It's like, but I could pretend to be a young adult. But but you guys do all of that. And so I want you to tell our community out there, our listeners, how did you become 412? First of all, Where'd you come up with that name? What's your story? That's what we want to hear. What's your story? And then we'll pick at the questions later. So first of all, introduce yourselves, and then you can throw the person who's the leader, you know, under the bus and, um, you know, blame them for everything. (laughs) So first of all, let's start on my right. Introduce yourself and, and, you know, just tell us about your ministry. Your mic is right there. (laughs) Bring it to you. Bring it to you. Okay, my name is Monse, Monserrat, but Monse for short. Um, I've been with 412, I want to say two years, three years, and what do I do? (laughs) Uh, I have faith formation, and I, yeah, I do faith formation, and also uh, 
I just ha- I always like seeing like when young adults have questions on certain topics. Mm-hmm. Like I have those questions too, and then we ask somebody to come and talk to us about it, and we make it happen. So sometimes I just like talking to the people and see what kind of questions they have. Yeah. Awesome. Hi, I'm Anthony. Uh, Hi, Anthony. Hi, um, I'm Anthony. Um, 412 since the beginning of it and just the roots of it and, and coming up with it. So been here for however long it's it's been up. I think it's been up for two years now. Two. 2020, right before the wow. pandemic was our opening time. And we got put on hold with the pandemic, of course. But, you know, we're, we're, up, we're back up. So it's, it's that. It's that toddler year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're in our twos right now. You guys are walking. We're in our terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. Terrifying twos. Yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> my name's Arturo. Um, also been here since the beginning, pretty much. Uh, and yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> Arturo is man. A few words. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's the creative one. Like, he has the brain. Yeah. Yeah. He's the quiet one, but he's our slogan. Yeah. Wow, it has the shirt. Yeah. Summer nights. And there's a theme going on here with wearing black. Yeah, we tell them to take a except for Mother Mary over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Um, my name is Susie. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, my name is Susie. I've been with the group for about a year now. Um, I had been participating... Um, before and i really wanted to join so i remember like sitting down at a dinner and telling them like can i be part of it i really <laughs> want to be part of the leadership um and they're like okay we'll see like if you can do what? Yeah. Um, i'm just kidding um but they were really welcoming um so it's been a year now and really really fun really exciting okay was there something wrong with you the reason why they wouldn't no. accept you no i was i was just playing we were just at a dinner i was like i really want to join and they're like okay like we're starting back up you know after pandemic so yeah what made you want to join i think the home feeling just feeling like like it was home i didn't feel um like out of place or um unwelcomed Uh it was always like yeah come on let's do it like yeah let's go here let's go there like yeah now, did you know them beforehand, or you just saw them or I could, around the... No, they I were the didn't. cool kids in church. <laughs> they are the cool kids in church. Um, no, I, they're my family, so... Okay. Yeah, that helped, that helped too. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> Bring it closer. Closer? Yeah. All right, so my name is Tanya. I started when it started, too. Uh, three, two, three, two years ago, right? Two years ago. Um, I remember my sister. Once is my sister, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> they say we look like twins, but I don't know. <laughs> but um, I remember when starting, she asked me, "You want to be part of it?" And because I'm really quiet and reserved, so it, for me, I was like thinking about it, thinking about it. And I told myself, "You know what? I gotta get out there. I gotta, I gotta go back to my community, back to the church. There's not a lot of young adults, and maybe we start something we can. I don't know. Attract adults, young adults, and then that's how I started." Wow. Okay, Mary. The only (laughs) one in blue, by the way. (laughs) She didn't get the memo. I did not get the memo. Uh, My name is Leti. Well, Leticia, but I go by Leti. I was the last person to join the leadership. I think I joined maybe like eight months ago. Um, So kind of fitting that I'm the last person to introduce myself. And then I have... (laughs) I'm always getting late to the the table. But um, I would go to the events like just as a member. Um, but I think I missed like 
being a part of the organization and being a part of like who gets to decide what we put on. Um, so then I was like, okay, who am I kidding? I need to actually like do the work and join the leadership. So same thing as that's my sister Susie. And <laughs> um, so I was kind of like, okay, I want to join like officially the the leadership board. And then they told me that I had to do an initiation. What? I was going to be hazy. Hazy? Catholic hazy? <laughs> but it's still, I'm still waiting on it. So. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you have to pray the rosary for each and every one of us. For the entire week, yeah. on your knees. I know, I'm, I'm on the probationary period. <laughs> Every time we commit Negative a sin, the <laughs> let these like miracles. <laughs> so, guys, what is it that 412 does? What is it that you do that that um, that inspires people to to join to to allow you to grow? I mean, what is it that you do that's different from other young adult ministries out there? What do you think it is? Good question. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> uh, I'd say it's definitely, this is how I view it. I think we have an aesthetic to us and just like the way we brand our ministry. Mm-hmm. I think that was like something that we talked a lot about when we first started was bringing um, modern young adult um aesthetic vibes and 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 feelings the way you know young adults are seeing social media right now mm-hmm. the way things are looking attractive <clears throat> to young adult crowds um so our aesthetic played a really big play uh, part in it just the way like our social media looks and the way we kind of brand um 412 in general and then mixing um faith with that mm-hmm. and mixing uh the want and the need to know more about catholicism but really making it modern and attractive to the everyday young adult that's out there. And so that our, I think our aesthetic plays a really big part in, in what makes 412. Anybody else? I think also um, with that in mind, like the young adult groups, he, um, the young adult people here in our church, we're very kind of all kind of grew up together, but we kind of saw each other like mm-hmm. the spurs go yeah. away, but we still kind of stayed connected. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think during our World Youth Day, we noticed how everybody had a lot of questions on certain things about mm-hmm. Catholic teachings, and um, there's always questions, but not a lot of answers. Um, so I think we were very, um, I think we did a good job listening to those questions and mm-hmm. what's that they were what they need at the moment and we would talk to our priests and like uh, I think Father does a really good job in connecting us to other people who (laughs) 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 to other people who know about the topics more like in depth Mm -hmm. and they come and talk to us and they're very energetic and they have a lot of wisdom and they tell us like you can also learn more with this book with that and everybody who come they're like yeah this is awesome yeah. and then like recently i think the best one we had was brain on prayer mm-hmm. and there was a lot yeah. of questions there is a there was a lot of uh, people who came they were asking like but what about this and this mm-hmm. and at first i was like oh did it get a little spicy <laughs> but uh our, our presenter she was really mm-hmm. well spoken and she had a lot of like experience and she it was dr dr amanda yeah yeah, yeah. wonderful cmf mm-hmm. she's in charge of mfi yeah. ministry formation institute mm-hmm. and she yeah she just knew mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. 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 we were asking those tough questions mm-hmm. she goes, oh, and yeah. she's a convert yeah yeah, yeah. 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 love that about her yeah, yeah. she was good yeah. <laughs> it's just those topics that we all kind of want, like, we all want to be there. Like, we were, we're not right. going to put something out there that we're not going to want right. to be sitting yeah. for a long time. So I think that's also what...
Mm-hmm. And and I love what you said there. I'm not going to put on something that I wouldn't go to. Yeah. Because then it's just like the people who come like, what is this? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't go to it, then why would I want to? And I love what you said about aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Because you're meeting the young people where they're at. And, and I'm always about talking about we are not invitational at all in the Catholic Church, you know. Mm-hmm. Even when you go, it's like you go into mass and then there's the, there's the usher. It's like, how did that person become the usher? It's more like a security guard, you know, don't come in. Yeah, it's like no smile, no welcome, you know. It's like, it's like you know, it's like got that bitter look. It's like, but you, exactly right there. That aesthetic look is inviting, and that is hospi- hospitality. And I love the fact that you looked at that and said, and you guys addressed that and said, we need to make sure that our brand is invitational. And so if no one ever told you that, it's like that is probably one of those things when we looked at it, it's like, oh, that looks super cool because yeah. it is inviting. Yeah. I want to go there. And then when you come, then you actually experience the actual human invitation. So that's beautiful. So tip number one, your brand, aesthetics, marketing. (laughs) By the way, who's a marketing person here? She's not here. She's not here. here. That's actually Mariela. Mariela is like our social, she's she's what makes our social media um, look pretty and, you know, and and nice and stuff. Um, She's very good at the graphic design work and all that so she she's she's awesome now you mentioned you mentioned world youth day in panama Mm -hmm. and you guys went Um, right them three them three so the only (laughs) so only the three of you went from this parish right uh no we're actually a 30 33 wait 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 33 people let me do the math (laughs) 33 people the cost to go to Panama for World Youth Day was three thousand five hundred or so. Mm-hmm. We didn't pay that. that. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it was about a, around a hundred thousand dollars that we needed yeah. to raise uh, just for thirty-three people to go to World Youth. Wait, well, I, I thought I was at Our Lady of Hope. Yeah, San is this Saint Paul? This is Our Lady of Hope, San Bernardino. Yeah. Our Lady of Hope, San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. You get, you guys sent the most number of representatives from our diocese to World Youth Day. Mm-hmm. We sent zero. <laughs> Couldn't afford it. But how did, how did you manage to do that? Like, you said a lot of hard work, but that's, that's, that's just, to me, that's a minor miracle <laughs> to, to be able to raise over $100,000 to send young people to World Youth Day that, you know, you know how older people like me will look at young people and say, why would we want to waste $100,000 on these people? You know, it's like, (laughs) we could use that $100,000 to renovate the new church, church, right? It's like, so what caused them to invest in you guys? And why, why do you think they felt, oh, we need to invest in these young people? Well, I think Father Manny did a good job at like kind of advocating for the youth. Um, mm-hmm. He said, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it." And a lot of us were like, "It looks a little bit impossible." But, um, he really had his mindset that we're gonna send 32 children to World Youth Day, um, and all of the ones who went were like from the community. Like they grew up in the church, 
So when they saw us in church, like they, these are the ones who are going, they were like, oh yeah, we know them. So, and we had to be at the festivals that Auntie Mariela had put together, and then we had to be there, fundraise, meet, yeah. and I think they just saw a lot of us being in church more often than usual, mm -hmm. so they were probably like, maybe this is something good for the community. So I think, and then we got sponsors too. Yeah. We got a lot of sponsors. Well, just jumping off of like what Monza said, I think the beautiful thing about World Youth Day was it was a lot of young people that grew up in our parish. Mm -hmm. And so when our community seen similar, like, uh, what was it, um, recognizable faces, right? Um, it was almost like we were a big number. We were a big number. We were 33. So it was like a movement almost, and it was just this constant young group that was at everything. We fundraised everything. And going back, like, Father Manny did a really good job of just advocating for our program. So, like, every parish festival, anything was just shifted. All funds were going to wow. Day. Yeah, um, and so that kind of put pressure on us to make sure we were at every single thing that the church was having. Um, one, to raise money, of course, and two, just to um, acknowledge the help that we're getting and show that we're present and we and we're grateful and thankful for you know the help that the community is giving us um <clears throat> we did get um a lot of sponsorships within our community of san bernardino um people were just donating you know they wanted to help out um and so it, it was possible one way one way or another i mean we, we made it we were there <laughs> that is an amazing story <laughs> I'm so sorry that you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They want to go this, day, to go this year. They're like, oh, we want to go to Portugal. Yeah. yeah. You want a sponsor? <laughs> Contact us after. <laughs> Contact 412. Email 412 after this podcast. Connect us to a sponsor. All right. Our DM at 412. You're going to sponsor us. Definitely. That is, that is a need. That, you know, because... You know that inspired you to continue. I'm I'm assuming mm -hmm. that after after World Youth Day, the Pope must have said something that inspired you to do all of this because you did this in two years, right? Mm -hmm. Your young adult ministry 412 is relatively new. Well, you guys are new. You're <laughs> almost two years old. Yeah. Uh, you're almost walking, <laughs> <laughs> and you're almost potty trained. <laughs> but you guys got inspired. And, and so who instigated and said, hey, you know what, let's do a young adult ministry? Like, how, how did that get inspired? How did that start? Did you just, like, <coughs> come back from World Youth Day and, and said, this is it? Maybe if we can backtrack a little bit to where you were saying about with uh, the Pope, like, maybe what, what he had said. Um, I, I know I mentioned this in a couple, uh, like, like, youth forums or, like, when there's, like, an audience where they're, like, why the youth, you know, like why, um, like why should we pay attention to them, why should we invest in them, things like this. Um, and one of the things he said, and I know Father Manny has said it as well, is that the, the youth aren't the future, they're the now. And mm -hmm. I think that telling the community that, and it didn't really take much to convince them, you know. Because then once they saw that we were being a part of uh, events, once they saw we were actually there, they were like happy to see us fundraising. Like we would be uh, one event that we had selling roses, like at three, four in the morning uh, for the day of the Virgin Mary, oh and God. they were happy to buy from us. Um, yeah, they were a little expensive, you know, because we had to, you know, make money. But they, you know, gladly bought us out. Um, they pull out the money and they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. "Where's my change? Like, wouldn't let go of the bill." Like, Thank you for your donation. We don't have any more change. <laughs> um, but it didn't really take much convincing once they saw us, you know, around. And even afterwards, um, 
you know, we made a lot of new connections within the same community, like older people that you wouldn't really talk to. Like mm-hmm. now you see them, you're like, oh, hi, how are you doing? And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they gave you a helping hand or they even, you know, helped you go uh, to the world you pay. So I think one of the main reasons why we continued was because that was really, you know, put onto us was that the youth aren't the future, they're the now. And mm-hmm. we're the ones that are, you know, um, the youth have always been the change in, in anything, in any movement, politically, in the church, um, for anything. It's always the youth. Um, so I think that's one of the main ones is that, that you know, we, we are the ones that are not only going to inherit, but still moving things forward mm-hmm. is one of the main things, yeah. I, I love what you said there because you are the now. And, and, and the whole premise of, of church is that, oh, the youth and young adults are over here, and this is where the church is, where the adults are. But you guys are transforming that and said, no, we're here, we're with you, we're inside the church. And I think that's what you're building. I think that's what we need to change within our church is that we need to stop becoming silos of ministries and become just one church. Because in your event of going to World Youth Day, you didn't do that. Your community did that. That's true. And, and that investment from that person, that old lady, she went with you. Right, yeah. she went with you because she was like, she was like, I bought a rose. Yeah. I sent them. It's so funny that you said that because we have there's we remember this lady. Um, I wish Marita was here. She, um, she every day after mass when she would see us out there selling something or even if we just had a table with information, she's an older lady and she would get out of mass and she would have her purse, her little bag, right? Her hand. She's let me see if I have enough for my breakfast purse. <laughs> and then she would get her her change. I have five dollars or you know ten dollars she always had to make sure she had enough for her breakfast right mm-hmm. after mass but she always gave something and it was like wow. the sweetest thing ever you know yeah. just to see her like what are you guys out here for today mm-hmm. you know but that was so nice of her just to do that was, you know. yeah and then when we came back they really wanted to know our experience they had us like, give testimonies mm-hmm. after mass because father manny was like hey they want to hear you about how mm-hmm. it went and we were like okay mm-hmm. And then you were there, and they were like really hearing our story. Yeah. And then they'll stop us after mass, and you went right now. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how'd it go? What did you do? And like, yeah. they were like, let me hug let me you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the Pope, let me hug you. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really touch him, but. Yeah. <laughs> She's a relic. <laughs> She was that close. <laughs> I just, I just think just, overall. The community like, was excited. Yeah. And then we were excited too because I think a lot of us came back. It's funny because a lot of we have group chat. There's 33 of us, and we're so used to being around each other for two years consistently. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I don't know if you remember in the group chat when we came back from World Youth Day, a lot of us, like, does anybody feel a little depressed? <laughs> like, a little sad, you know, like, that, like, it kind of feels like it's over, right, in a mm-hmm. sense. And so I think a lot of us stayed with the question of, like, what's, what's next? next? And I think that's what hit, and that's what really motivated us to move and find what's next and we didn't have a young adult ministry here at our parish and I think that we were all entering this young adult age Mm -hmm. um and we were like what's next yeah, there's yeah. always been youth groups, mm-hmm. but then we go out of it, and then we're like, "It's gone." Yeah, where do you go? Yeah, yeah. Do we join the adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like no. <laughs> you put on your velo and <laughs> it's like you grab your rosary. It's like join the group, but but you know, thirty three. What a great number, you know, thirty three. It took you two years to to prepare. And then one year to get this started, mm-hmm. you know, the three years that Jesus walked 
with his disciples, and now you guys are in Acts. That's so weird how that just mm-hmm. goes in action. Uh, yeah, it's like it's it's amazing of what you guys have done. And I just want to add to that that in every single ministry that has succeeded, it's supported by little old ladies yeah. <laughs> who give their like last dollar, you know, after they get their breakfast money. But here's what I want to say to to people who are listening. Maybe you guys know this, or maybe you don't. But young people allow older people to live through you vicariously Mm -hmm. because that lady might not be able to take that long trip to go there or to to know that she can't march and walk and go, but she got to go through you. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important with those testimonies is when you share and you continually share and you continually thank them that they're like, yeah, I was there with you because mm-hmm. I was praying for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most beautiful thing is when old people, <clears throat> older people, <laughs> m- more mature. Uh, so our older listeners, uh, not to offend, more wisdom is I bet you while you guys were there that the Santissimo was always full. Like there was always people probably praying for you while you guys were over there. And that's what's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, that you allowed people to have someone to pray for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that, that, is, that is what I see as community. The beauty of community is mm-hmm. that you're not silos. Oh, the, we're the youth. We're going. You guys, mm-hmm. old people, stay behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, you guys got to take them with you. So, so was that the experience? Was that the feeling that you got when you got back? Everyone was like, so yeah. tell us. Yeah. So how <laughs> was it? Really? Tell me. <laughs> they got these three jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, it was cool because some of the community members gave us like little bracelets to take so that we could trade for them. So mm. when we came back, we gave them what they got. They oh. got in trade. Like um, I remember telling like people like, hey, if you want something, give me something right now, and I'll trade it. And whatever they trade mm. me, that's yours. I won't keep it. I promise. Mm-hmm. Someone got something really cool, and I was like, I want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this is yours. <laughs> like, I'll, go, I'll, I'll just go to confession. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just nice. But it was not just this community, because the community, we went to Costa Rica for the Daiso oh, Daisis, yes. uh-huh. and they told us they were praying for us the week before we arrived. Mm-hmm. So it was, just, it was just a lot of prayer. It was a lot of prayer. <laughs> so. Prayer from every direction. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of learning. Now, you guys didn't get to go. No. I'm not, I'm not trying to rub it in. <laughs> but why didn't you guys get to go? I, well, my two sisters went, and I remember they were telling me, but I had, I think I had school. And then my other sister was like, I do too. I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't miss because that was one class that I really needed, and I just couldn't, and I did regret it. But uh, I, I'll probably get to go next year. <laughs> There's more. There's the one in Fatima or close to Fatima. So that's going to be beautiful. So uh, I do have something written in here. It's like, you know, what inspired you to start this? But I want to, to touch base and go back into your community uh, of your church and your young adult community. You know, my community is, is an all-volunteer, mostly Hispanic, mostly um, immigrant community. Is, is your community similar to that? And, and how is, what is your community like? You know, for those people who don't know San Bernardino, who doesn't know this parish, who doesn't know 412, when I looked at your 412, mm-hmm. nothing against this, and I'm not trying to, tr- I thought it was a white young adult ministry. 
And then I saw you guys pose like, oh my goodness, they're all brown. <laughs> Like, this is a brown ministry. So, 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 what is your community like? What's the demographics of your community? That's what you just said. Yeah. Your community is like we're a low-income uh, community in San Bernardino. Um, very high presence of Latino community. Um, a lot of immigrants um, here in our community. I know my my parent is an immigrant. I know some of ours are immigrant are immigrated to to this country. Um, First generation. First generation college, college mm-hmm. students. We also have the Vietnamese community. We have a Vietnamese yes. community. We're a trilingual community. Yeah. Wow. So we have, I think, the, the little motto is like um, three. three three communities, two sites, one church. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's the, Vietnam, the Vietnamese, Spanish, English, and then the Rosa Valencia, and then the one church. Mm-hmm. The Catholic church. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Three. Yeah. Three. Wow. That's super cool. And, and so... You know, you said predominantly immigrant community, um, first generation going to college. Uh, how, how do you see your re- outreach to young adults? Is it your outreach to young adults all? With many a times when we see young adult ministries, it's a bunch of college students who get together, and they're all college students. And the ones who aren't going to college feel left out. Are you feeling that? Or how are you reaching out to the entire community? Or is it just, you know... Where, where I always see young adult ministries that form, they're good for about two, three years, and then the young adults graduate university, and then they move on and develop their own lives, and then there goes the young adult ministry. So how is yours, and how do you project that this is going to outlast your college years? Well, I'm not in my college years. <laughs> We're all graduated. What? <laughs> I, I think we're, we have a... What, the first a, a really a good foundation range. is we yeah. have a really wide yeah. range mm-hmm. of a leadership team just to begin with. Some of us are in college, some of us are out of college, so it just really depends. I think it's just like the, the yeah the big range like 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 you were saying some of us some some on the group are like graduated and like have their careers already, and some of us don't. <laughs> you know, so, well, I dropped out of, out of college. Um, like during the pandemic, <laughs> uh, I might go back. I don't know, um, but yeah, I think it's just the the, the the big, you know, like a wide range of young adults that we have. Like it's just not it's not just college students or like one age group. Um, it's just you know, I think what, what's the what's the youth age like 39? 39. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. I think we have yeah. the, the entire range from thirty nine yeah. to eighteen. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That, that join our our yeah, event. From- that's okay. super cool. We have the teens, the yeah. 20s, and the 30s. I think we have a little bit. We have people that are pretending 30. to be 39. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Hey. We had yeah. one member that she was sad. She's like, I'm sad. We're like, why? She's like, because I won't be here anymore. We're like, but why? She's like, because tomorrow will be 40. Don't worry. It's like we have people you know, pretending they're younger. We have some that are pretending they're older. Yeah. yeah. already be part of it. And yeah. I think, you know, that's also one of the things, like how we're going to keep going is, we want to. We already include the young adult, the young, the younger um, ministries in mm-hmm. like our events mm-hmm. and our. We like help them volunteer. Um, we give them like you know opportunities to come in and, and help us out. Um, so we're just kind of already starting that mentorship and like letting them know, hey, you can do this too. And then you know just continuing down the line. I don't know what we're gonna join after we're 39. Yeah. Yeah. 
the, the, uh, after. Uh, <laughs> we make podcasts. <laughs> we have to go at the you, got, you, got to, you got to start a 412 podcast. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I'm amazed that you guys don't already have a 412 podcast. But, so I, <laughs> but I actually think there is already a 412 podcast oh, really? name. Wow. Yeah. Cool. When we were looking at podcast names, when I was looking at podcast names, I was like, why is everything taken? It's <laughs> a trademark. I know. You should. You should. You better. You know, buy the rights already. <laughs> One day you'll sell it. So, going back to to and and by the way, you were supposed to be the silent one. <laughs> it's like the, this side is like totally silent. It's like so. What do you guys have to say about this group that you actually joined later on and missed out on some things? I actually wanted to add for the last question you had. Um, I think the range of our events is so broad. Like, we'll literally go from, like, volleyball and sports, you know, to, like, painting and wine Mm -hmm. to, like, a psychological talk on mental health. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, even if, you know, you're not in college or just, like, academia is not your thing, like, there's something that's going to get your attention, you know, just because our group itself is so, like, well-rounded and, you know, Mm -hmm. diverse, like, Mm -hmm. people. That it's like we get excited about what we do because it's kind of aligned with all of our different interests. Mm-hmm. So I think for the community or like the young adults out there, like, you know, hopefully they'll find something that's interesting to them, like mm-hmm. one of our events. And we're, I think we're also really receptive to feedback. Like, we're always like, mm-hmm. what do you guys want us to put on? You mm-hmm. know, like, what kind of events do you want to see? Yeah. Um, kind of welcoming that. So, you know, hopefully, even if one event doesn't grab their attention, like, we'll be able to put on something else that does. And even we were talking about that last time as well, not even just in the age um, or like a wide difference in age range, but um, also in our personalities. And I feel like it clicks. We all have such a unique, different personality, but it clicks. So like, yeah. she, you know, Monse was the one that thought of a volleyball and we're all like, wow, well, you know, we're not really sporting, we don't really play, but like, let's do it. Like, we're all yeah. supporting that idea. Yeah, right. um, and then, you know, like Anthony will have one and we're like, all right, like, we know, let's see how it's going to go. Yeah. And we all support that. Um, so I feel like we all have a different range of personalities ourselves yeah. that kind of connect yeah. with one yeah. way or another, I guess, with like the you, like the young yeah. people. Yeah. Um, we yeah, balance each other yeah. very mm-hmm. well. It's, yeah. You should see our like our meetings, like <laughs> planning stuff, because we go back and forth some on so many things. So have like one idea. And, yeah, and, like, and then they're like oh but I like this I'm like yeah but that doesn't do this and they're like yeah but it does this I'm like no but it doesn't do this and so we're really good at just like balancing each other compromising yeah. pulling from here pulling from there yeah. um, and really mixing our thoughts and our ideas mm-hmm. to make what we do have I think mm-hmm. that's like the really good thing we're very diverse in our and like the talents that we bring and also the um like Susie says, our personalities, so much ties in and it goes, it, it really because we're all so different, but we click so well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think it also goes back to like the whole, like the leadership team we have. There's not like, there's not one leader per se. Mm-hmm. Like we all, like how, how Susie was saying, one person has an idea, we talk about it and we support that person and their idea. Mm-hmm. Or you know, there's not one person that has like the final say like, oh no, I don't want this. It's not going to happen. And then the whole team's like, oh, okay, yeah. let's think of something else. Um, it's all we kind of all kind of support off each other, and how you saying it all just balances out. Mm-hmm. It, just, it all breaks together. I think I see I see a trend here that that you your young adult ministry wasn't a young adult ministry that one person came up and said, "Hey, we're going to start a young adult ministry," and then went and seeked out other people to be part of the team. You were a team already that said, "Hey, <laughs> let's just become a young adult ministry." Mm-hmm. 
and built from there, right? Yeah. And you know what? What, what I think that's beautiful about that is that that you guys were already a small group faith community mm-hmm. that knew each other and wanted to invest on each other, and then wanted to share that with other people in your community, mm-hmm. the joys that you had. Yeah. And maybe that's your success. Is 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 that so? My question is, how do you continue to create those young adult communities? So that how do you create that faith community? Because this is always, you know, when when I study these things and and look at this, there's always this nagging question with youth ministry, young adult ministry. There's always this question after, where are they now? And so. Where where are most of our young adults after they they've become so excited about faith, and then they go into the world, they go into university, they go into the secular world, and all of a sudden their faith diminishes, and you hardly see them at mass. And so my my actual th- question is, how do you engage your community, your young adult community, to come to mass? Because in in a way. It's easy to to try to get them to come to to your young adult ministry because hey you know it's it's cool, mm-hmm. but that does that translate to them living out faith and becoming disciples and and so do you see something that's trending there or what are you doing different that creates them to hey you know what I love the mass too and I I love um, four twelve and it's really guiding me to fall in love with with the mass or is it or, or do you see yourself trending towards, hey, it's a good club? Mm-hmm. Good question. Well, I know we have our Bible camp for the kids, right? <laughs> and then we usually seek out people from 412 to be teachers for the students. And I think that's when we take advantage and catechize <laughs> about like certain things that they should be knowing. Um, for example, our first year, I think we talked about why is mass boring. Mm-hmm. That was a topic, and one of the seminarians, Tom is the one who was here, he gave a talk on like explaining the maths. And from there, we all had questions, and we kind of, I don't know, we kind of fell more in love with maths. And I think are things like that that we kind of put <coughs> responsibilities to the members. On like, if you're going to be doing something like teaching your faith, you have to make sure you know your faith, mm-hmm. and that you're actually practicing your faith. Um, because we do do a lot of events where it's like, oh, fun, and we learn about our faith, but are they actually doing it on their own? We don't know. But yeah. <laughs> it's until we do like an event where we have to um, rely on them to help us make an event happen. Mm-hmm. That's when we learn, like, oh, yeah, they know their faith. Like, we know that they know cool. what they're talking about. And sometimes we see that, and we're like, hey, maybe they should join our leadership board, you know? <laughs> and, so, and I think that's the beauty about, like, how many diverse activities that we have that we can see that because we do enjoy the fun moments mm-hmm. and we do enjoy those very like uh, like nights where we're just asking those hard questions mm-hmm. and we also enjoy when we have to like be responsible and teach the little kids about the faith mm-hmm. because we get to see what we need as a group um, but I think it's just that like making big events where it's not for us but for others and that's when we get to see like we have something to offer to the community with our faith and if we can't make that happen, that's saying that. Yeah. That's saying something. <laughs> like, if we ask the, the young adults, oh, can you guys help us teach? And they're like, oh, we don't know. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, then we got to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you guys get fed? How do you guys feed each other? 
because sometimes, a lot of times in in ministry, we we serve, 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 and we become um, overwhelmed, and then all of a sudden we're burnt out. So, how do you guys um, look at prevention of burnout, and how do you feed each other? You know, how do how do you keep each other? I think we mentioned accountability. How do you keep each other accountable in faith? And in life, and I think that's what's important with young adult ministry is you're not. It's not like youth ministry where it's like almost confirmation, mm-hmm. where they have to go. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have to go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to come, but you're here. Mm-hmm. So, so how are you being fed, and why are you here? I mean, it's like it's a Friday night, people. <laughs> it's like why are you here <laughs> talking to an old man? It's like Anthony made me. <laughs> He said there were going to be coffee in these cups. <laughs> they couldn't see that. <laughs> Nobody had to see that. You know? It's like beautiful cups of coffee, by the way. Yeah, it's like, see, it's, it says love is patient, love is kind, Corinthians. <laughs> but, oops, <laughs> almost spilled the cup. Yeah, so how do you guys get fed? How do you feed each other? I mean, what are you things that you do together in? Um, I think to be completely transparent at least from when I've joined the group I think we're barely getting to that stage where we're like oh we probably need to slow down like we probably need to have a balance like I know we've been like kind of you know throwing it out there like we should have just a retreat for us like Mm -hmm. so we can grow in faith so I think it's it's kind of like we're still learning you know Mm -hmm. we're still going through that process Um, and in terms of like why are we here or how do we like feed ourselves besides like you know our own personal growth and like mass and prayer and Mm -hmm listening to podcast or worship music. Um, I think just fellowship. Like, whenever I come to meeting, I'm like, okay, I just came from work and the gym, and then I come, and then it's like, I have, like, an hour and a half of fun. Even though we're planning, yeah. like, it's just, you enjoy, like, spending time with, you know, the people you're with. Um, and even though I feel like we see each other a lot, like, it's still <laughs> always, like, it's always a good time, you know? Um, even to the point where we're like, let's go out to eat after, and we're like, okay, we haven't, you know, had enough of each other. We still want to spend more time together. So I think just... We feed each other, we feed off of each other's positive energy. Um, so that kind of like is always inviting, like it's not a drag to come, you know, to events or to, yeah, to go to different things because you enjoy it. I love that transparency. I was just going to say I love that because we need to get rid of the stigma that ministry is going and then feeding yourselves is, oh, we go to Mass. And we pray the rosary. That's because you'll get that answer all the time. So, so how do you guys? Oh, every Friday night we pray the rosary <laughs> together, and um, everyone gets a turn to lead. And then we go and kneel in front of the Blessed Sacrament. That's how we. No. Ministry is exactly what you just said. How do we feed each other? Being present. Yeah, I always, I always look at that. It's like if this was you know Jesus and and his disciples. I guarantee you they were just cracking dad jokes, <laughs> father God jokes. And they were having fun. They were yeah. present with each other, listening yeah. to each other's stories, right? Mm-hmm. Mainly Jesus' stories. Mm-hmm. And then Peter making a wrong mistake and John correcting him. So like, stupid. <laughs> I ran faster than you. Yeah, I ran faster than you. It's like, yeah, but I'm old. But but that's that's the beauty of what you guys are doing, what you just said, is... We go out to eat because there are many ministries that that come, 
gather, plan, and then, go and then they go home. See ya. Yeah, you see how long it takes for us to say goodbye oh, to yeah. each other. Oh. <laughs> There's like five stages. Saying yeah. 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 goodbye. Many bus stops. <laughs> I, I do like your transparency though, because I think I think that's really important that like we even have that's even mentioned mm -hmm. is the fact that like we as a ministry are still learning how to mm -hmm. um, feed ourselves with our own faith as well, you know, because um, even. August was like a, a slow month yeah. for us, and I think that was intentionally yeah. put there. Missed you guys, by the way. I know. <laughs> we missed each Actually, this is like awesome because we haven't seen yeah. each other. We haven't seen each other in August. But uh, August, Father David, right? He was telling us, he's like, I think you guys need a break. <laughs> <laughs> he was always you guys, no break for your mouth, no break. Yeah, and then the one day he's like, maybe you guys should take a break. <laughs> <laughs> no break. Thank you, Father. Thank yeah. you. So, um, the break, the break has been great. So August, right? We're we're, we're on a break, right? We mm -hmm. haven't we haven't uh, had any meetings, uh, mm -hmm. and we haven't had any events actually in August. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that is the answer either, right? Mm -hmm. To like ha to feed, and that's not feeding ourselves, right? We just needed a break, a little break, <laughs> right? Uh, but I think we're all eager to come back yeah. in September because we have some some things in mind. <laughs> but um, but I think that is something that we as young adults need to talk more about is how to, especially a leadership team or a core team, how to feed yourselves, how to feed your members because we come, sometimes we come out of <laughs> things and we're energetic and so happy that we did them but then it's like, man, we're tired or like mm -hmm. we need a little bit of that um, mm -hmm. we need our, our cup of yeah. faith filled too sometimes, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. we still are learning how to do that ourselves, I think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, any tips? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what she just did. Yeah. Is being transparent and sharing um, and, and telling someone, hey, I, I think we need a break. Mm. And and listening to that, because that's the Holy Spirit speaking through yeah. someone that says, if, if one courageous soul says, I need a break, then probably there's another less courageous soul that says, <laughs> says, says ah, we need a break. And, and that's how, you know, it's that's what you call retreat yeah yeah you know, people always say oh retreat so we can be filled no it's retreat so you can retreat. rest you can, so you can yeah. rest yeah. retreat Sorry. you can be yeah. merry and sit at the foot of jesus you don't have to always be martha yeah. and yeah. i think that's what ministry is a lot of times people expect you to be martha 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 yeah. and you just want to be merry 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 mm -hmm. and that's you know wearing true. blue yeah, <laughs> just want to mention there's this one person here who's not wearing the right color <laughs> They haven't added her to the group chat. And it's not planned, okay? I know. It's not planned. She, she, she doesn't completely have the vibes. Black pants. She's on, she's on probation. <laughs> so so what's, what's, what's in store for the future for 412? Portugal 2023. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully. Well, I know we were all talking about more like, because we go all on our events. I don't know if you have noticed. Like <laughs> yeah. right here, for example. I, I like, yeah. uh, by the way, I'll pause. If you guys have... Are, if you guys are only listening to the podcast on audio, you need to come to our YouTube channel, Disconnected on YouTube, and check out the layout. I brought my cloth. And these guys have a candle, succulent plants, Pope Francis. You got all the other, you know, Padre Pio. And they got cups. They got cups that need to be filled, like her soul. 
and and it's like they're all set. They got you know their logo here, four twelve. I'm like, I'm like, you know, when we do this, we did this um, with with Father Ivan Tomas. It's like it was just a table. Like, we go to Father Father um, Alex, and it's it was just a table. It's like, but you guys laid it out like the aesthetics of like. Well, uh, we gotta take a picture of this. Maybe this will be one for The extraness is a must. Yeah. It's it's yes. a must. That's it's so extra, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when is your day? Let's go to four twelve. <laughs> no, it's fun to be honest, because I feel like sometimes I'm always a crazy one that's like, yeah. we need something, right? Yeah. Like we need something. Especially at the door. Like, like Susie. Me and Susie bounce off each other. We need light. We need something. But it's as extra as it is, it, it adds an element yeah. of fun. It makes it official, yeah. 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 And I think people appreciate it because like, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's so Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it is so Catholic. Mm-hmm. Makes you want to pray when you're yeah. walking by a little table and you're like, oh, say that. Like you enter a church and it tells a story. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's a welcoming church because it has pictures of all our family, mm-hmm. the saints, mm-hmm. and it has stained glass windows. Yeah. Um, nothing against our Protestant brothers and sisters who listen to the podcast, but you know, you go to a Protestant church, it's plain, white walls, <laughs> and nice pews. It's clean, <laughs> but it's pretty plain. But this is like church; it tells a story, it tells your story, and what's important to you guys. So I really appreciate that because I was like <laughs> a little intimidated. It's like. What are we doing? <laughs> but that's what we do in all our events. We kind of go all out, and we always tell each other, like, we did it again. Like, yeah, we started saying later. Mm-hmm. It's going to be simple and small, but we, we were supposed to have a duration night. And then we were like, sounds. <laughs> we were like, we got to add a little something. So we <laughs> we just added paletas. paletas. <laughs> and I saw that. Praise, praise and paletas. paletas. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we, we learned, like, two different prayers before we went to adoration, so they know what to do mm-hmm. when they were adoration. So it's just like, we always try to add and add and add. Yeah. And I the paletas, right? So, <laughs> so first we're like adoration. And then we're like, let's have two prayers before adoration. And I was like, no, we need ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what if we put the ice cream in a nice little ice cream cart, <laughs> right? And they're like, well, don't we need lights? So it's always something. It's always something. Yeah. This is just the joy in that conversation. <laughs> it's like, you guys need to record that. Kind of like have your own, where you just record your process of how to get to an event. Don't even show the event. Don't even show the event. Just the process of getting to the event. I think people would just like, wow, that is so cool. Let me watch some more. (laughs) But if you ever do that, I want credit for it. (laughs) Just say. So again, what's, what's, what's in store for the future? Yeah. So with that in mind of like going, always going all out, we did talk about just kind of taking a step down, like not, we still probably gonna go a little bit out, but we wanted to just focus more on like on scriptural reading, mm-hmm. more like going more in depth in prayer. I know Father David had some ideas for us. By the way, Father David is always in our meetings, and he always kind of guides us. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, nobody says no to that guy. I mean, yeah, he's oh, what yeah. seven foot nine. Father <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's a he's a big help. It's always nice to have someone to be like, Guiding. maybe you guys shouldn't do that mm-hmm. and do this instead. But but he was he but we wanted like to focus on that. Yeah. Some Bible history Bible or something six. like that. And mm-hmm. always kind of add some. I know some, he wanted to do a nice big fundraiser. Oh, yeah. We have a fundraiser right. coming up. We actually want to start uh, going back with like the branding um, situation. We have like 
some cool ideas in mind. So we're actually going to get some uh, 412 merchandise going on. Mm. Um, some t-shirts. <laughs> we're trying to do stickers. this. Yes, yes, stickers. Yes, stickers. We're talking yes. about notebooks. Um, we want to create like a like a, a store at all our events, right? Where we have a 412 412 canopy. on Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> we want to create like a, a 412 canopy, right? It has our logo on it. And we want to have like little, a little shop, like a, what is it? What do you call those when you shop and you go through the, the racks? Oh, like right. The rack with our like hangers and our, our merch hanging at lights, of course. And uh, <laughs> have to save money. <laughs> um, we want to uh, like, go somewhere and like take pictures and like you know model the clothes and you know so we have some fun stuff coming in and in mind you know so mm-hmm. some merch is coming fundraisers are coming and like Monza said just really cracking down on scripture again and just feeding ourselves there so yeah. it's, it's a balance of everything coming up. listening to the word mm-hmm. yeah and, and that's amazing because you know again 33 Jesus walked with his 12 mm-hmm. and they heard from the word himself yeah. but they hung out yeah, they hang out. And they, they literally just, I think, you know, I, you know, Ignatian, you know, spirituality, looking at that, you know, when you look at how did Jesus really walk with 12 people for three years? And it's, I'm thinking, you know, camping for three years mm-hmm. like, <laughs> with 12 guys. I mean, there must have been a lot of fart jokes. <laughs> and, and it was just must have been just, a lot of laughing and joy and and, mm-hmm. and relational ministry mm-hmm. and doing what you guys do, which is amazing because you guys get to know each other. And probably because you are that small group community that you guys will always be lifelong friends and ministers, even though that you know two of you guys are you know related. <laughs> but that that's that's what's beautiful about people who lead is that they can become lifelong ministers you know these three are going to be your the, the three marias you know mm-hmm. praying the rosario in front of the santissimo when, the, when they're 60 <laughs> says, i used to be part of the young adult ministry <laughs> i hold my teeth <laughs> In my days, we went to Panama. <laughs> but that's that's super cute. That's super cool, and that's real. And and I think that's what you guys bring about. So again, anything that you want to share um, with our listeners on how to young adult, you know, not necessarily how to um, develop a young adult ministry, but how to young adult, how how to young adult as a Catholic young adult. Because there's this image that me as a parent and some of the parents out there, it's like, oh, they've joined young adult ministry. They're either going to become a priest, a nun, or really serve the church, and they're carrying around a rosary all the time. And, you know, the, the image, the typical, stereotypical image of, of what we desire our kids, mm-hmm. you know, is, is they're praying the rosary every day. And we know what reality is. We don't. And we know that the the really religious old ladies don't either. Sometimes they skip. Mm. But how mm. how is it? How to be a young adult? How to be a Catholic young adult? You know, how do you do that? How do you witness to the faith as a young adult who is Catholic? Like you said, I. <coughs> No one actually follows the script, right? Of yep. like this perfect young adult, right? And 
this is like me speaking from like um, my view of like why I'm here. You ask the question like why are we here on a Friday night or like why what our motive is. And for me, like I'm not the perfect Catholic. I'm not the perfect young adult. Um, but I have a want to learn. I have a want to stay connected. I have a want to give back. Um, and I want to. I have a want to just learn. Ultimately, right? I love having. Um, a community. I love having faith. I love having um, it's, it's a want. It's, it's a want. And I think for me, with that want, that drive is what keeps me mm-hmm. here. And that's how I am at all. You know, no matter what happens in life, to me personally, um, the ups and downs and the, you know, there's always for me that want and i think as long as there's that want that's the connection between being young and faith for me at least you know is no matter what happens my ups and downs or whatever happens in life my you know there's that want to come back and that's how i young adult personally that's that's me and and so knowing that God is merciful, right? And that no matter what, and whatever, whatever happens in life, um, he's there. And as long as I want, <laughs> you know, I want, um, he's here and there's always a community to come back to. And, and so that's, that's how I am. <laughs> I kind of want to add a little bit to what he was saying. Cause I feel like that's, he knows how they feed off each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to join the group, just because I feel like I felt like we were just we we're just friends, um, and I didn't feel like I needed to be perfect. Um, I'm like everybody, like you know, everybody has their fault, and and we're so real about it. Like, did you do this? And I know. Okay, good. I didn't do anything. Like, ah. um, and it makes me feel better knowing that I don't have to be perfect, um, and that we're so open to that. And that we can we can come to church and, and pray and, and be in mass and that feels so good to sit in mass you know with with each other mm-hmm. but we can also go and like go to dinner and be talking and laughing and mm-hmm. doing all this and we, you know we want to go out and do things um, like other than other than church we're doing it but we're doing it together like we're going out and we're, we're gonna go dance but we're doing it together and we're doing it safely and mm-hmm. um, still having that friendship outside of church events yeah um, really. I think for me personally, um, drives me, I guess, to come back because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like I'm still having my faith, but I have that, mm-hmm. that home here and the, that family here. Yeah. Beautiful. A saint in the making. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard when you're alone. Cause mm-hmm. I know when, I mean, talking about when you lose your faith, like I know when if I want to do math, like if I want to be a Catholic on my own, it's not gonna happen because I already witnessed that as a Catholic, I mean, as a college student. Like it was really hard to be really strong in my faith alone, <clears throat> and then having friends who are not Catholic mm-hmm. is like really easy to be like, oh, but you're a good person, so why do I need to go to mass if you know I'm hanging out yeah. with good people? But you know that's not enough. <laughs> and then, um, but being around like this group, we can talk about prayer life, like. Or like the things that you're going through, and then they tell you like, oh, you know, I tried this one. It's like go go to this church. It's quiet. They're more quiet than here. So it's kind of <laughs> nice. Like you're just learning more about your faith and things that you didn't know before. Prayers that you probably never heard of, and you're becoming more Catholic with your community. And 
because when you're alone it's it's really easy for you to just stop yeah. praying stop believing and yeah. when you see young adults who who have a career or who are studying certain things or who probably struggling through life but they're still looking for god you're like okay then i should probably try a little harder too so um yeah, and I and when we have events and we see different people like different ages, who probably some people who already have family, mm-hmm. and some people who are engaged or who are or married or who are single, and like even though they have their different backgrounds and different struggles, they're always looking for something, and that reminds me like yeah, we're all looking for something, and if mm-hmm. and I'm looking for it by myself, it's gonna mm-hmm. be harder to find it, but with other people who are also looking for right. something mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. higher than us gonna be easier and a, a lot more fun too mm-hmm. yeah. a lot yeah. more fun because like we talks about serious things one day and then one thing we're like laughing cracking jokes and we're like Ooh, maybe i should not have that <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like it's nice because i think people sometimes don't believe i'm a church girl and then they see me at church and they're like well you go to church and i was like yeah these are my church friends and they're like oh and then <laughs> so and if i didn't have my community of like continue to grow and search and find like i don't know it would be really yeah. it would be a different life <laughs> and, and the devil attacks you when you're yeah. alone yeah, mm. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. When, when you're alone and you're by yourself yeah. you're easily attacked yeah and but when you have friends that you can call on and say hey you know what when's the next meeting because i really need it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to say anything that you know you're you're struggling with something. Yeah. It's just it, just the presence of other people. Yeah. Just you know, you know when when more than one person is is with you, there is the church, and, and that's what you are, and that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's that's the honesty of of people who are young adults who will say transparently, yeah. you know, this is this is me. This is mm-hmm. how we are. Yeah. You know, not to say that older people don't do that but we we put on this facade of perfection mm-hmm. no i'm a catholic yeah. you know we don't sin right it's like you know we just go to that hospital full of sinners it's the one who's <laughs> taking care of those souls yeah. but you know it's it's enlightening to hear that mm-hmm. to hear that you know that we do struggle yeah and um you know we all hate to be alone and i think that's what the pull is for young adult ministry is it's a place where I can go mm-hmm. and, and and just be myself and not be judged and be welcomed. And I think aesthetically, you're probably one of the most welcoming <laughs> young adult ministries. <laughs> one day I'll come, <laughs> pretend, <laughs> pretend I'm a young adult. <laughs> what did we do? Did we do icebreakers in the beginning? Like we make... <laughs> It's called like bingo, human bingo. We have them get a sheet, and they have to talk to someone to find their name. Because a lot of times you go to young adult groups, and they're like awkward. Like, who do I talk to? But we're like, here's a sheet. Go ask around if they if they answer your if they can't answer that question. They're like, oh, okay. And then you see everybody kind of yeah. mingling. Like they're scared at first, but they we mingle. also learned that we kind of have we just incorporated <laughs> that because I remember every event that we were doing. Like we're gonna start at seven. Yeah, we forget, yeah. we forget we're about the event. We're like, wait a minute. And then it's like seven twenty. Oh yeah. my! <laughs> People are outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just talking, right? Just like talking. enjoying everybody's company, right? And it's us too. Like we're the ones that are supposedly having the schedule, and we're the ones out there talking. And so, <laughs> yeah. so we're like, you know, every event that we're having, the first twenty minutes, we're gonna play human bingo or just an opportunity for mm-hmm. everyone to socialize. Yeah, because. We're never gonna. We're never. Even when we give those twenty minutes, we're still late. So, because yeah. there could be that one person who someone invited, 
but the person who invited them didn't show up. And you're like, I'm alone. And no one talks to you. And then you're like, and then they slowly like sneak out. And they never come back. And also because the opportunity to get to know the people who are coming. And sometimes they're so busy, like, oh, this is next, this is next, this is next. Did we have enough so Did we have enough of this? And we never get to talk to the people. And then with that game, we're like, everybody participates, take your time. Super and we like cool. to talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like talking, talking, oh, yeah. talking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got the ball rolling now. <laughs> so what else? What else do you guys want to talk about? I think one thing that was worth mentioning going a little backtracking to the being welcoming is like I think that the fact that we kind of welcome the conversation. Are you kinda of, kinda of going back to like being like the perfect Catholic, right? How do you how do you young adult? Especially growing up in the U.S., in California, in so- Southern California, um, you know, everything being super opinion, op- opinionated and, like, really heated, just, like, welcoming those conversations and not shying away from them um, is a big thing that, that I think we've also done, talking about um, pro-life, talking about marriage, mm-hmm. talking about um, how to young adult, basically, having yeah. those responses and how to incorporate your faith in everyday life. Um, and I think just... Also, nothing against, you know, like, the traditional Catholics or, like, the people who are super, you know, pushy and, like, impose uh, things onto other people. But, like, you need to be have an open mind and, like, be willing to have a conversation mm-hmm. and not just, you know, I'm going to tell you what I need to say and then not listen to what you yeah. want to tell me. Um, you know, just having those conversations and welcoming those conversations and, um, you know, tackling them when you need to tackle them and just, you know, have a conversation about it and see what the other person thinks, see what I think. And maybe we might even have something in common and, you know, mm-hmm. we may be able to find some common ground between that. Something that disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because that's that's something that we've always tried to say um, in our podcast and, and anything in ministry is the ability to dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I think there's there's a lack, especially in our society today, there's a lack of... of of the desire to dialogue, it's just a desire to to impose um, my beliefs on the other person without actually listening to the other person um, and minimizing that other person because you're less than um, and not being able to dialogue. But dialogue, is, as one young person told me, is like, yeah, but it's not just dialogue; it's dialogue that's based on truth. Mm-hmm. And so, if we can. If we can define what truth is, then we can dialogue. Otherwise, we're just throwing mud at each other. But that, that's true. I think what, you know, how to young adult is, and you guys are so good with that, is, and especially your generation, is your ability to have that dialogue and openly talk about difficult situations and difficult issues because, you know, as your parents, same as my parents, and probably, you know, I got away from that, second generation immigrant <laughs> is is the fact that I want to have that conversation where our parents don't want to talk about it yeah. you know and that's probably something that you guys experience is you know you bring up something and your parents are like well I wouldn't talk about that mm-hmm. don't talk about that yeah. yeah and that's difficult for young adults to not have a place where they can actually um, discuss those difficult topics so I'm hoping that you guys do that we're already doing that is tackling those really difficult topics so that they have that formed Catholic 
um, mindset of what it is to Catholic, not how it is to be that Catholic. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's also like really important to, to you know, question. Yeah, because like one of the things. Well, yes. when I was a confirmation teacher, well, I guess I am again. Now. <laughs> um, but uh, a couple like maybe two years ago, um, when we were, when I was doing confirmation, um, I would tell the students, uh, do, you, "Do you have any questions? Like, this is your time to to question your faith to see if you want to be a Catholic." Um, and a lot of them looked like really puzzled and scared. They were like, "Question my faith?" You know, they yeah. were, they were grown, uh, growing up. They were taught not to. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, no, it's, it's, it's healthy, you know, you, mm-hmm. now that you're in a space where, you know, you, we can give you the answer, um, where we can give you some direction, and if I don't have the answer, I'll go look for the answer for mm-hmm. you. Um, but I think that's why a lot, of, a lot of the reason we're losing a lot of youth is because they don't have the opportunity to question. Mm-hmm. They don't have the opportunity to get, to get those answers there, like, you know, shut down, like you were saying, by your parents or... Um, you know, then they, they go ask a question somewhere else and then they give them this false answer mm-hmm. or, you know, this whole uh, discourage them. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, why do you want to be Catholic? You know, yeah. yeah, why do I want to be Catholic? You know, they don't, they don't really care for what I have, I have to say or think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just giving them that space to feel comfortable and safe enough to, you know, ask those questions and then mm-hmm. give them that, those, those answers and direction. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how our faith is supposed to be, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be able to that's literally how our faith is. You know, if you look at any of those synods in the past, I mean, they're they're pulling each other's beards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not pulling beards. <laughs> um, you know, they're hitting each other and yelling at each other. And so, because that's where discussion is, there's that passion. Um, so I'm glad that you said that. But here's the thing. Most of those people who are teaching those kids are older people who are setting their ways. Yeah. So that's a challenge to you young adults that maybe you should be teaching so that you can provide that space for the young kids to be able to say, hey, you know we what? Can, we can pass it to Monse, talk a little bit about. <laughs> Here's a recruitment, Monse, come on. Yes, um, if you're interested in teaching, <laughs> we have some openings for confirmation here at Lady of Hope. <laughs> We have a lot of young uh, teachers, and um, they're very cool. If you want to make new friends, too, um, Saturday nights. <laughs> Saturday evening. That's evenings. also pretty cool, you know, about, about the churches. Like, uh, there's a lot of youth-led things. Like, this is like, obviously oh, all youth-led. Yeah. The confirmation program is also all youth-led. Um, there's no, you know, like like you were saying, the older people who are just going to teach you your prayers, they're going to teach you what the Catholic Church has to say, and you're just going to listen. Uh-huh. And it's Sit down, shut up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> so trauma. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's what I had in in confirmation. It was like you know, we gave him a book. You were going through the lesson to the book, and then you went home. There was mm-hmm. no questions. There was no you know activities, no fun. And it being youth led, you know, okay, like kind of what Moses said in the beginning. Uh, something about um, well, why would I go to something I don't want? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it that you said? I wouldn't go to some. I wouldn't do something that I wouldn't want to be part of. Like yeah, want to so, be mm-hmm. in. Just having the youth aspect and the youth input, and, and you know, even better if it's youth led. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is really attractive as well. Probably yeah. also why we have a lot of you know traction with the young adult group. Super cool because that that's one of the things is they're a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. It's it's something that that if you're always just being served 
what they want to give you. You get tired of the same food over and over again. But if you're part of that team that plants and creates that food, she's literally trying to drink out of an empty cup. I was, I was glad you did that because for a minute I was like, man, I'm kind of... She's literally going, there's nothing in here. I thought there was for a minute too. No, but that's the cool part. Asking questions is the best way to adult. Yeah. I mean, especially when we had that book on doing yeah, Lent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We challenged everybody to do something for Lent. We like read this book. It was the body. It was a little intense, like hard, like yeah. in death. But we did small groups and had questions, a lot of questions, and that opened up a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm we learning got, so much. We got to know each other a little bit more. Things we didn't know about each other. We're like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'll you pray think for that? You. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. She's nice. like. <laughs> And it's I'll pray for it's you. Always, like, it's always gets always gets really personal. Yeah. Even in our like full like you know yeah. um, the mental health talk, uh-huh. there's so many of us in this yeah. big old circle, and it gets so personal. personal. Like people yeah. are very comfortable opening oh, yeah. up yeah. to yeah, like asking we're training and them to, quest- to question. <laughs> but it, the comfortability, I, I think, is so like it's welcoming again. Like the whole yeah. welcoming part, mm-hmm. I think, because we as the leadership are so. Um, comfortable with one another yeah. right mm-hmm. and we can talk space. to each other about anything mm-hmm. like we talked about mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. right <laughs> and so like when we are in the mix with community that are coming and joining us mm-hmm. i think they we, see it they, yeah, they yeah. beat off of it a little yeah. bit because uh-huh. we start yeah. talking yeah. and then they're yeah. like oh you know. and we allow that space for the, uh, for people to know each other a little bit more and that before we have like those big events because i yeah. the book club i think it was really nice because we had smaller groups mm-hmm. And we would switch them every time we met. And then that for that month, we met every week. Yeah. yeah. And we finished the book. And then we would switch the groups. And then we'll come in a big group. And we were like, oh, okay, I know she's not going to judge me. So I'm going to say it in the big group, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice. Yeah. And like, I think it does start with us not being afraid to share. Yeah. That allows them not to be afraid mm-hmm. to share. Also. Like, yeah. like, oh, they're not perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Of course we're not. Yeah. I think yeah. feeling that, I think that's one of the main things because I feel like I've gone to other events of young adults and I just feel like, oh, I have to be perfect. Like, <laughs> yes. I have to sit there and I have to, you know? And here I'm like, oh, okay, yes. Like, I don't have to pretend. I don't have to act like I'm just this perfect person. And yeah. I hope that's how people feel when they come yeah. to right. our events, right? Like, right. that that they don't. Yeah. Like, I hope we're, we're sending that message so they and, can feel comfortable. And that's why Lethe wore blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to show that it's not completely perfect. We accept mistakes here. <laughs> she did not get the memo to wear black. Exactly, we wear black. <laughs> oh, no, it's Friday. It's Friday. So imperfect. Okay, last words of wisdom. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Um, I guess I would just say is, like, be real with yourself. Um, like, be honest with yourself in terms of kind of what Anthony was saying, like, what you need and what you want in the moment. I know when I was, or I'm still kind of, you know, on, obviously in that journey, but, like, trying to grow in my faith or trying to learn different things, like, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the beginning. Like, I need to answer all these questions. I need to have, like, a Google Doc and, like, you know, read catechism, um, the catechism of the church and, like, I kind of started off like that and that discouraged me. So I would just say, like, be real with yourself in terms of what you can take on, like, as you're growing in your faith and what you need in the moment. Like, I have a book that's, like, halfway, um, you know, or, like, scripture that's, like, oh, I'm going to get back to that next week or, like, Mm -hmm. a podcast. Father Mike Schmidt said, it's, like, okay, I'll get back to that, you know. Um, So kind of, like, in the moment, um, be able to 
realize what you need. Like, if I need worship music, if I need prayer, if I need meditation in the moment, um, and not, like, be so hard on yourself in general. And in general in life, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. What? Popcorn it right over there. No, I agree. Um, I feel that what we should do is learn about the Catholic faith. Because we grow up in a Catholic family thinking that we know it. But as we get older, we start to question it. And sometimes we just tend to leave instead of learning about it. And once you get to learn more and more, you'll fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. And then, especially with the Eucharist <laughs> during Mass, Beautiful. it's not boring anymore. Mm-hmm. You actually get to see the true meaning of Mass. The true, the true, how would they say, I know a lot of people say, what can it be with music and this and that? Mm-hmm. But then it, once you start to understand it, you don't even want to hear music. All you yeah. want to hear is that peace and quiet. Because <laughs> you've fallen in love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. love. That's love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's like hard to top. I feel like, yeah, that's great. That's great, great advice. Yeah. But I think just, um, I think what like Anthony was saying, continue to just strive and want, always want God. Because there's always going to be setbacks and you're going to have those moments. I know Father David tells us like, they're going to have those low points in the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep on striving and keep a good community around. I think that has helped me a lot. Being able to, um, I think you had said that earlier, to say, like, I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. Like, I really need a worship right or I really need to go to adoration. And and there's a difference between going to adoration by yourself and then, and then going with, I think, with people. Mm-hmm. So keeping people around you that are also in the faith that um, can help support you and keep you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> now he goes silent. Oh, <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't get him to shut up. <laughs> Mike? Um, I think just uh, accepting the fact that no one's going to you know, live this perfect Catholic life. I mean, not even the Catholic Church could live, live you know, it's throughout this 2,000 years of perfect Catholic life, you know? It's also had its up and down, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're still here today. I think we're still probably the biggest religion in the world. You know, that's for a reason. Um, and I think, you know, just working through your imperfections and, and, and accepting them and not shying away from them, you know, like, yes, I'm, I'm this way and I'm this way and I do this, but at the end of the day, and end of the day I'm still Catholic and I can come back to God. Mm-hmm. Same way as the Catholic Church, you know. Yeah, we went through this, we did this, and we might have done a, a couple things wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, we're here to, you know, help people, um, you know, reach salvation and and accept God as, you know, their, their true Savior. And and how, you know, Tanya was saying, just, you know, if you could see with your eyes what happens during Mass, you know, I think people would really... Um, there'll be a, a really big paradigm shift <laughs> if you could visually see what happens during Mass um, and, and you know, just what the Catholic Church has to offer um, in, in adoration, in Mass, in, in community, um, and then being, being able to be a part of that and, you know, kind of ship, uh, shape your, yourself and, and guide yourself with that, you know, being in front of you is, <clears throat> is really cool. Beautiful. <laughs> um, I think just one, like, being authentically you, 
right? Um, I think that was like one thing as 412 Young Adult Ministry, as us as young adults here in San Bernardino, just being authentically you when it comes to your questions, you as a person. Um, don't, I think, avoid, right, trying to be that perfect young adult, that perfect Catholic, um, shy away from certain topics. Like everything that we basically talked about today in this podcast is embrace the imperfection, embrace the the doubts, embrace it all, right? And and kind of accept, like, it's like us, for example, like, we all accept that we're not perfect. We all accept that we have questions. We all accept all these things, right? We admit it to one another, and we help build each other up. We help answer our questions. We help fill in those doubts, right? And so I think the authenticity of the imperfection is like so helpful when it comes to being a young adult and when it comes to being in a young adult ministry or forming a young adult ministry is don't shy away from the the ugly i guess you can say and i'm not saying that imperfection is ugly but but but, um i think a lot of the times like people try to put this front right that as a young young adult ministry as young adults or as catholics we have to be perfect and Mm -hmm. i think that's what i love about 412 is that it's I feel, I feel it's authentic I don't yeah, know that's great. what I feel so um, yeah authenticity <laughs> uh, for me it would just be have spiritual friends like the paralytic man who had four friends who made a hole in the roof to have to give him front row seats to Jesus so I think there's going to be times in your life where you just don't know where to go and if you have the spiritual friends who are going to give you front row seats to Jesus, uh, I think you'll be okay. And so, and also, like, if you want to see, if you want to grow in your faith and you have a lot of questions, don't shy away. And if nobody's there, then <laughs> I think something that I really like learned is like be part of the leadership team because then you have those events where you can invite people to answer those questions because sometimes you're not the only one. And then when you're in that when you're in that event and you see them having the same question as you and then and then have actually amplifying and giving you answers, you're like, Wow, this is great and then and then also right there you can have more friends too. And I it's like get out there, try to make spiritual friends and then try to take responsibilities and things too. Don't try to sometimes we want things to happen to us, like, Oh, I need answers to so provide them. It's like, no, go look for them and sometimes you might have to create an event for you to have those answers be answered that day and work hard for those answers because sometimes Satan doesn't want you to have those answers and so you have to work a little harder and you have to pray a lot and you have to have a good friend (laughs) (laughs) just throwing out wisdom right here you know being real in the real presence of Jesus Christ showing our own imperfection you know being transparent Mm -hmm. having spiritual friends and understanding that we are imperfect, but we are perfected in Christ. And we truly have the real presence in the Catholic Church and understanding that we are loved. And He desired us before we even knew our Lord. So I, I love this, this conversation that we had. And I'm truly inspired by what you guys are doing. And I look so much forward to seeing what's 
more in store for you guys and and seeing those images that you put out and the craziness because if this is the conversation that you have and you're planning I'm pretty sure that you guys are on the way to yes sainthood <laughs> because you're really really doing what it is that is small faith group community which is you're walking with each other and that's beautiful i want to thank you guys for um accepting the invitation although it took almost a year <laughs> to to come on the show yes that's, that's true that's true I, I think it was it was the first time i was like oh cool because some of our young adults went to 412. Yeah. I think it was the paint. However long that painting thing that you guys yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. that was when the first time we connected. Oh, yeah. It was, okay, it's not a year yet. I was like, so cool. We should get them on the podcast. Oh, yeah, left no us on red. No they just left us on red. No yes. Go scroll back. <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, one day. They all come. Eventually, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's also, it's really great. It's the balance too, because I feel like yeah. uh, you have the four. We we have our four twelve. A couple of us have access right to the four twelve page, but then I think that's another thing. I, I don't mean to dive back in, but like balancing, <laughs> right? Balancing like our own. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of us are at school or working, and and then we have young adult ministry, and I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, that's for Fridays. Yeah. At the beginning, it was very easy to think that way, like, oh, that's for this specific day. Um. So I think. Again, I apologize. And, and, and no apologies, because this is perfect. Because if we would have done that, it would have been on Zoom. And I, oh, I hate Zoom podcasts because yeah. yeah, because we can't talk over each other on Zoom. Uh, the only thing that comes out when you talk over each other on Zoom is <laughs> nobody, nobody hears anything. You can't even throw anything at anyone. But but here, because we waited almost a year, you have a room. Yeah. yeah, you actually oh, have a room and you have a space. About furniture? Yeah. <laughs> we need some <laughs> sponsors again. We do have a round table, our old podcast round oh. table and four office chairs. It was donated by a principal. Um, <laughs> you guys don't have it. It's a Pomona Unified School District. If you're looking for that table, we're trying to give it away. <laughs> it might be your table for podcasting yeah. because it actually has, we made holes on it. Oh my god! Maybe you paint it black because it's a nice, beautiful brown. Yeah, we just need storage for furniture. Look at look at all. We need to put it somewhere. Yeah. But this this has been a wonderful experience for me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but this you you know you guys inspire um, many people who are listening out there who are seeing you. Um, um, Maybe. emulating what you guys are doing in their ministries and i think that's what's important is that when we share out there what you're doing as a faith community that the greatest um the greatest accolade is when someone copies what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. and has a desire to do it's like Mm -hmm. i want to do what they're doing and being invited by other communities to say hey can you teach us how you do that Mm -hmm. or even having other young adults come to your events and you going up to other events because that's what we and and on this podcast are always encouraging is to connect other groups to other groups because it's different and if you only know your community and you move on you're like 
they're totally different over there, but they're still Catholic. Mm-hmm. And and when you meet other communities, then we become truly universal. And so that's yeah. why I always encourage people, if you are near anywhere or you'd like to join 412, check them out. The most aesthetically pleasing <laughs> Instagram site <laughs> in the Diocese of San Bernardino. And uh, I'll put this out there. If you guys in Diocese of San Bernardino... Um, the Ministry for Young Catholics. You guys got to pick, fix that logo. <laughs> I, I, me no likey. <laughs> it's not, like, for, not for 12, okay? Not for 12, that's personally me. I'm like, oh, like a little, it's a little plain. Maybe you guys should like contact 412 and yeah. say, hey, how do we make this more aesthetic? Is that yours as your young adult planning committee for diocese? Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, on out to us join us join yeah, us join our social media is at 412.youngadults uh we're here in san bernardino off of del rosen highland and um yeah we're in san bernardino it's very fun and safe here <laughs> where we are i promise you you're you're safe and you're, we're gonna have a great time so come and join us and you guys gather when Every third Friday of the month every third friday of the month is when we're we're yeah. um, gearing up for for the rest of our mm-hmm. So if you guys want to see any of these young people and miss it, the other ones who are missing, <laughs> who we didn't get to meet, yeah, yeah. come to their events. That's 412 in San Bernardino, Our Lady of Hope Faith Community. That's where they they are, and this is where they are. They are serving, teaching the faith, and actually serving the faith and living out the faith as young Catholics. Um, not saying that. Um, than any of the other young Catholics aren't living out their faith, but <laughs> but join because this 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 is amazing. I love your story. I I love what you guys are doing. I love the vibe. Um, shout out to Father Tomas Guillen. The vibes. Uh, gotta make sure you text him about the same vibes. It's the vibes. Uh, shout out to Father Tomas. Of St. Oscar Romero. But, oh, yeah. On that note, fam, um, that's all we have for this episode. We can continue on and talk forever with this group, but we are at an hour and a half already and didn't even realize it. I looked, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's an hour and a half. Um, so on that note, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about what Anthony said or what Letty said, the only one in blue, uh, send us a DM on our Instagram or uh, send me an email with, with that comment or complaint um, at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com. If you also want to subscribe to our YouTube channel and any of our um, where they play the podcast, I don't know what they're called, um, do so. We'd appreciate it. And if you want to support the podcast, um, go to our Patreon forward slash this connected and support us for as little dollar none of that money comes to us um it goes directly to any youth ministry who is needing any funds so all your help and support goes to supporting um, the growth of youth and young adult ministries in the diocese of san Bernardino. so please be generous to us so that we can be as generous to our young people um on that note, that's all we have. And as always, we say, live a life of holiness. We'll be praying for you. Please pray for us. And as always, be blessed and be third. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. 
open up your mind and drown in the noise of different generations of the girls and boys. So sit back and relax. This Catholic podcast don't overreact if the thoughts are abstract when it's hosted by Catholic Doc Dad. Who knows what's gonna happen? Hey, what's up, fam? Different points of view and highs and lows, a new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown in the noise and see if disconnected. To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along. Best runaway thoughts like a runaway train break into conversation like links of a chain. Make a Hail Mary pass, hope disconnects. Have a question for a guest, put it to rest. Live a life of holiness, lead by example. Follow at Catholic.dead and then he tingled. <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd. Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there. Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise And see if disconnected This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, A full-size kitchen and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021, T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.